Welcome to the Born and Guy podcast. I'm your host, Private J. Let's get straight into it. Let's talk about the UEFA Champions League. The fixtures have come out over the last 48 to 72 hours. And you know what? It looks pretty bleak if you're a Manchester United fan. And I'm not going to uh, go full-on 12-minute round like Jose Mourinho because I, I don't want to make the podcast uh, fraternity and listeners of the Born and Guy basically block their ears and never tune in to this show ever again because of my rants about being a Manchester United fan and the terrible football we're currently playing. But let's get into it because there's Man City and Liverpool. That is such a juicy matchup because two attacking sides, two of the two probably best players in the world right now in Mo Salah and Kevin De Bruyne. And you look at both teams, how they structure up. I mean, they both play a fluid sort of game. They both both their right backs and you'll find it in your center backs will play um, more up the middle and their center backs will even go play deep into like almost like a false 10 so they only got one or two back in the back half but Man City and Liverpool um, I, it's a very tricky matchup purely because I think that Liverpool after their five goal win over Watford and the game's coming up because there's an international break now but I think Man City are just the team to beat now in the Champions League. My prediction of a Man City and Real Madrid. Well, actually, it was Real Madrid PSG until the um, until that went down, of course. But PSG were my favourites, and now I look pretty stupid, don't I? Roma and Barcelona, I think, are going to be an interesting matchup. And the reason I say that because Roma is a very defensive mind team with uh, Rajis Nagongalan um, in the middle. Of course, they got uh, Zeko and. I can't think of his name now. He's the centre-back for Roma. He's a wonderful player. He'll come to me in a minute. What's the bet? But uh, if you do know who it is, Twitter me at the Prime J. And Barcelona with Lionel Messi. Um, and the attacking force they have, of course, with Philip Coutinho, Usman um, Dembele, um, Ivan Rakitic, um, and probably the second-best goalkeeper in the world with uh, uh, Tessengeland um, in the goalkeeper position. But, like, those two games, I reckon, will be really exciting. The two... I won't say it won't be exciting, but will be probably more predictable. Results will be Bayern and uh, Sevilla, which I think it should be a cakewalk for Bayern with the host of talent they currently have on display. Real Madrid and Juventus. If you haven't checked out, I think it's on Netflix now, actually. And I'm not plugging Netflix, but it's such a great show. I've been watching it. It's uh, the story of Juventus. Um, I think they've done three or four episodes so far, so do check it out because it is an interesting take. Yes, it's in all in Italian, but it's uh, for those who are massive soccer fans. This is a really great insight into uh, Juve, the first team. It's called. Um, it's something to even you know really get into if you are a soccer fan. But going back to Real Madrid and Juventus, I'm going to stick with uh, Real Madrid. I think they'll be in the final again. Look, they haven't had the best of times at. Um, in La Liga with uh, Barcelona and Atletico Madrid pretty much taking away the chances of Zidane Zidane's men. And I think there'll be a clear up at the end of the summer transfer. And that's what we're going to speak a lot about right now is the summer transfer window for the big European clubs. There's a lot of murmurs around. Most of it I don't think can come to fruition. But there's a lot of things, particularly if you're a Manchester United fan, which will be great interest to you because of the... Well, just, just the just the paper talk that goes on almost every single day with a Manchester team, whether it's City or United. But 
latest news is this, and I don't know how true this is going to be, but uh, I could see happening is uh, David Alaba, who has been linked or sources say going to play in Barcelona or Real Madrid. Luke Shaw looks like he's done, and Manchester United, I can't see him staying after the way he's been treated, which is deplorable, and it's not even right, because the Jose Mourinho is not good with young players, and Luke Shaw, look, he has, he very much reminds me of what I think the problem with uh, Rooney was, is that his body type, he needs to play consistent football, and he's just not been able to do that because of injury, and because of Jose Mourinho not trusting him. And there was just not enough um, time for Luke Shaw to get back into that good graces of Jose Mourinho. The other news that's coming out, of course, is Eden Hazard has, Eden Hazard has not signed a new contract. Where does that leave him? Of course, there's the Madrid rumours, possible swap with Marco Asensio. Again, this is paper talk, so 99% of it is not true. Uh, Luca Mora, uh, Modric... Could be other door as well. Dortmund are looking at um, uh, Martinez from, I think he's from Racing. Uh, Baratelli, where's he going to end up? All these big names reporting, of course, the issue with Manchester United. You know, what's going to happen with Paul Popper? What's going to happen with David De Gea? I expect David De Gea to uh, probably leave at the summer, unfortunately. Probably go back to uh, Real Madrid, which is uh, his home, of course. And, uh, of course, Manchester United is in the news because the sources are saying they're close to signing Lewandowski. Come on. That's why I hate the paper. That's why I hate journalists. And that's why, if you read those stories, 90% of it is false. It's not going to happen. Lewandowski will go to either Real Madrid or he'll go to Barcelona. Why would he want to go to a system where you play defense first? And if it sounds like I'm in the woods, it's because I am. I've been away for last week and still am away, but... I can't go that many days without doing a podcast. So, March Madness. I didn't cover it, as I said, because I was away on Friday and still am away, but I do have a bit of self-service. So, March Madness. I, I can't, I'm not going to go back three or four days and talk about the you know the upsets from uh, Buffalo to UAMB, I think it was, and, of course, today with North Carolina being knocked out by Texas A&M or by um, Clemson taking out... Uh, Auburn or Florida State taking out number one seed Xavier. I'm not going to talk about any of that because I'm sure it'll be covered much more in depth by someone that knows college basketball more than I could possibly do. What we're going to switch now to is the AFL because that is only about three days away now. And, you know, this, the season has been really hyped. Uh, the reason is because the first game's on Thursday. It's a traditional Carlton-Richmond to start off the season, of course, Richmond unveiling their flag, I think, for the first time. So there's all these um, permutations already. Of course, Eston and Adelaide, which will be a very exciting matchup. We'll talk more about team selection and what I expect from the first round in the coming days. But I just wanted to talk about the AFL because there's something that I have read and witnessed over the last probably two weeks, actually, even when I was back in... Uh, City life, and that is the fact that um, the AFL's women's, which is a great competition, don't get me wrong, it's a fantastic competition, it's just not getting any um, coverage, and maybe it's just because I'm not focusing enough on it, but there is no coverage. I mean, there's the odd story about the um, grand final, so the, of course, for those who don't know, it's between the Bulldogs and the Lions, 
and it's going to be, I think it plays next Saturday, uh, is it next Saturday? It must be next Saturday. I think it's next, next Saturday, which unfortunately, again, this is the problem. It's the start of the AFL season. So you're going to get a lot of people that, look, people will go to the grand final. Um, don't get me wrong. It's going to be a great grand final. And I, I think, because Caddy Brennan plays for Western Bulldogs, so I'm going with a Bulldog grand final win. That's my crystal ball analysis. But I don't know. I just think, Having it on a Saturday, you're going to compete with um, Adelaide fans because you've got Port Adelaide female versus Australian fans because it's the first time they'll watch their team play. Um, Gold Coast, North Melbourne, and Hawthorne and Collingwood. So you've got all these, and of course, Hawthorne and Collingwood, two big Melbourne-based teams. This is just, I don't know, I, I wish that the AFL women's would start a week early and finish last Saturday. And, I'm not, and it's not because I don't think it's a great competition. Don't get me wrong. It's just now because the AFL season's about to come back, you just lose that um that bit of excitement in the grand final, which is which is disappointing because um the women's game has increased leaps and bounds this year, and it's something that in the in the future years I think will um be a major staple of Australian sports. So look, I got nothing against it. I just wish that they uh, programmed it a little better. Speaking of programming, Kiso Rabada, last topic of the day, of course, is uh, contesting his charge. I think today or tonight in South Africa. Rumours are that he might get off, and if he does get off, we will be alive talking about the reaction because I'm sure there's a lot of Australians that believe that he should be rubbed out for at least two matches over that. We have that shoulder charge um, against Steve Smith, the Australian captain. So on tomorrow's show, I'll give you guys a sneak preview, talking NFL, talking NRL because the NRL season has started, of course, and they'll talk about the West Tigers' uh, resurgence, of course, beating uh, last year's reigning premiers. And we'll go in-depth about the AFL because I think the teams will be announced fairly shortly. This is the Boy and Guy podcast. Listen in, of course, on Anchor FM. They're the new, the new podcasting channel I'm on now, and I'm very excited. These guys have been really awesome help. Um, I can single out all of them who've, who've helped me through this transition. I was on uh, another network, and now I'm with Anchor FM. And very good sign so far. So if you... Have been listening on the old channel on the um, the old channel. So check now on Anchor FM. Hopefully all the episodes have been placed on there. Um, there's about seventy odd episodes still have to be loaded in. We'll get there eventually, so you can hear all the fourteen new episodes. And hopefully in later days we'll get the older episodes from the old network. But very excited to join me on this journey with Anchor FM as we uh, we go more in depth with sports. Um, I don't know what else I can say about it. I'm just rambling at this time. I know you've all switched off. So this is the Bond Guy Podcast, and I'm your host, Prob Jack.